Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Beth. And I'm Amy. We are Sisters, Sisters Talking, Talking in Circles. This is the time for you to enjoy your favorite beverage. And connect with us about the frantic lives we lead. Welcome to our circle. children our weird children yeah. not just our children's mental health but children's mental health in general amy and i especially you know we work with other people's kids a lot and i don't like other people's kids no i'm just gonna throw them. that out there she makes their cakes <laughs> no you make their cakes. i make their cakes she hypes them up on sugar which is yes. no the first thing i would like to see is i found this quote online and i would like to quote it you cannot parent discipline or punish adhd odd asd bipolar anxiety depression or ptsd out of a child it is rooted in chemistry, genetics, and trauma. If you see a parent struggling, offer love and support, not parenting advice. Please, yes. Oh, parenting advice. That's oh, it's awful. fun. It's the worst. I have four children. My oldest has been diagnosed with a panic disorder at a very young age. Um, I'm pretty sure Beth and I noticed it at, what, eight, 18 months or two? Oh, yeah. Um, it was rough. And we talked to his pediatrician and handled it non-medically at home, just talking him through stuff when he was about seven he asked us to fix him, and so we started seeing a therapist. That helped for a while. When he was about eleven, is when we started medication. Well, that's yeah. And it has been pre-puberty uh, type has been, age. Yes, yeah. and it has been. Um, we know that it is genetically handed down to him. Handed down to him. Yes, it comes through the family. So he, right now, he's on two different medications. We just started seeing a new doctor. We really like her. It's a constant struggle. It is a. It is a constant struggle because the medicines have side effects. It is a constant struggle because he has suffered from horrible depression. He has said things to me that no mother wants to hear. And it's sad. It's sad that somebody that sad. age has to deal with it. Uh, but he is lucky he has a mom that likes to talk stuff to death. But my husband and I have always been on the same page as that. We have never let it go unchecked. We talk yeah. him to death. Mm -hmm. We we have normalized it as normal as you can make it. All of his friends know he is in therapy as an all medication to the point where they're like, "Did you take your pill today?" Like they they're all on top of it. His cousin Landon, Landon when he was little used to talk him through it. It's okay, Deuce. Sometimes I feel nervous and blah blah blah. Yeah, Landon used to tell me when he when they were really little, he'd be like, "I know when Deuce stays and I hear he gets really nervous, Mom." So I just keep his brain occupied. Yeah, I mean, so, and okay. that's that's what we have always done. His sister knew how to talk him down when he yeah. was having issues when he was younger. He is. He understands himself very well now. He is probably one of the most self-aware 14-year-old boys you will meet mm -hmm. as far as his emotions. And, you know, I think that's the way I choose to look at it a lot of times. That's a gift. I it mean, is a, it's an absolute gift. Most boys his age can't look at you and describe their feelings. And he can and he knows. And even if they thought they could, they would be too embarrassed yes. to do it. And, and he totally is not. He'll and he's been to able him. to yes. from a young We've age. We've done it. Yeah. Yes, we have always made him verbalize. To the point that... I've had awkward conversations with him on vacation when you weren't there. That's true. Because he felt like, you know what? I tell mom everything, so I'm going to ask you a few questions. Yes, he does. He, he does <laughs> it. A good he would night. ask Amy. He does. Yeah. I have a daughter who is 13 who suffers from anxiety. We haven't gone the therapy or medicinal route yet now. She and I talk about it a lot, and she and I work through it, and she knows that whenever she is ready for that, or I notice that it's necessary mm -hmm. that we will go but right now she functions completely fine but she has to be talked into some things i'm very adamant that their anxiety not keep them from experiencing life yeah i think a lot of at least from what you've told me 
that hers has definitely mm-hmm. gotten worse with hormones. It has. And and, and yeah. I, obviously, as we she discussed in the age. last episode, yeah. hello. So yeah. we have come up with lots of coping strategies for her. She knows that there is a tea that she has to take, drink at night that calms her. Mm-hmm. We have a herbal supplement that mm-hmm. she that helps her sleep. It's got valerian root. I will share the link on our Facebook page. She knows her calming strategies and those types of things. My two youngest seem to think that the world revolves around them and life is amazing. So, so far, they're fine. Um, it's like they're oblivious to the world around well, them. Well, they think they're both great. And, and, well, they, and they, they are. think each other are great. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah. Which is a lot of, Beth and I were that way. You know, we loved each other, so who cares? Yeah. And, and they're a lot like that. So, as of yet, and I know that's not, I mean, the third one who is 11 and a half has already told me, I think the more hormonal I get, the angrier I get. Aunt me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she, she's like, I get really mad and I want get to get a lot of people. Get her some boxing gloves and yeah. a punching bag. So she's already verbalizing that. So those are my kids' individual issues. Elizabeth, do your children have issues? No. <laughs> Just like me. No issues. Um, no, my kids, neither one have been diagnosed, I guess you would say, with anything. I have one who... I won't drop names just in case my kids might listen to this, which they will. <laughs> but one of them for years had bedwetting issues. And mm-hmm. I think just like people with anxiety, I don't know what caused it with him, but it was a big issue. It caused him to have anxiety in that yes. he spent the night nowhere. Except my house. Except Sarah or a grandparent. <laughs> that was it. Because he knew if he wet the bed, Deuce would be like, well, there you go again. And Lana would just say, well, are you nervous? And then they would just <laughs> deal with the issues together. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think that's the only anxiety he ever had was now that that's over... Yes. You know, he seems to. And I think he started to develop a little more like test anxiety and stuff like that because he's a he is gets a bit like he's a bit of a perfectionist study. as far as grades go. as far as his grades go. Yeah, everything else doesn't care. Mm-mm. Not you all. That's just him. He puts that pressure on yes. himself. Yes. And now we do say we know you're smart, so we better see good grades. Yes, but we also don't go. You got to be where you're grinding. We don't do that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. But yes, so the only anxiety, yeah, the, a little bit with the grades, but it's almost like a healthy anxiety. Like he just gets it's up just really early on the day yeah, of yeah. and prepares, and then you know he's he's good to go. I also think, and I think I've mentioned this on here before with him. I think he does deal with a little bit of the perfectionism issue that I have, and his is not looks. He could care less, honest to God, which cracks me up. He's the biggest slob. He's like, I don't even care. I don't know where he gets that. <laughs> But he thinks all of his stuff needs to look a certain way. All of his friends need to have a certain look of him. He gets embarrassed. Like, he is so wrapped up. And this is probably a teenager thing, too. But he is so yes. wrapped up in his persona. Right. Um, with being <laughs> the guy who will is really tough and will eat anything. And nobody can beat him in arm wrestling. All this crap. <laughs> One day somebody's going to beat the crap out of it. I hope and it's a girl. It's, I hope it is a girl. In grade school, it happened. It was a girl. And I saw it happen. It was pretty entertaining. <laughs> anyway, um, my youngest has been to therapy. And has been, we've talked to his pediatrician about, is there anything we need to be worried about? He's extremely quirky. And it's probably my favorite thing about him. But most people are like, wow. But anyway, he never stops talking. He could care less what everybody thinks about him. Which I believe is a blessing. God, I wish I could feel that way. I wish I could feel that way. If we look at him and say, you're acting weird, he just says, I don't understand why you care. Like, that's not really an issue. He could care less about his looks. He's really insanely smart. In his mind, he has no problems in life. I see... You're putting your foot in your mouth way too much. Like that's a problem. And he the older you get, it, the older you get, it is. Yes. I think that that's the oh. Key. When he was definitely. little, we, you know, you you would always laugh it off. But now he he runs the risk of offending. I know. Yes, and he has offended people. Yes. But back then he was like four and five, so still young enough that you oh. could say he's little. Yeah. Yes. So now and, he does, have, and he's also in the phase where he doesn't care if he annoys people. And, and he as he's older, he it, thinks it's funny, and it's just really not. No, it's yeah. not. And it's that weird dorky 
weird preteen phase. I'm curious to see what happens this year. Just last week, we started wearing deodorant. Not we. He. Sorry. I wear deodorant <laughs> at 40. <laughs> he finally had to start. Your I mean, family's weird. Yeah. He is a crazy late bloomer on the whole puberty yes, situation. Yes. And so he has started wearing deodorant, thank God. Um, and I noticed there's a little bit of hair above his lip. That freaks me out a little no. bit. Uh-huh. The whole 60 pounds of him. You yeah. know that dude showed me his hairy armpits the other day? Why? And was like, finally, Mom. Landon got last year. Yeah. He didn't show him to me, but he said like this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he put his arm out like, check it out. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> check it out. No. But yeah, so Hunter, um, when we went to therapy, I was really worried about the social cues. Like, he doesn't pick up on anything. If someone's annoying, he doesn't pick up on it unless you say, you are annoying me. And then he just goes, okay, whatever. Like, he doesn't care. And so I took him to therapy several sessions thinking, okay, let's talk through this. Maybe she can make it more clear. And he, the problem is he understood everything. He said, yeah, I get it. And she's like, so, I mean, she showed him, like, all these different things. And I'm like, you understand what this facial expression would mean. In this situation, what would you do? And he says, I would just tell him I stink. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, and those are things. But she gave me ways to talk to him about at home. So, since then, he doesn't go anymore. But we do have things that we, I have to be very literal with him. And that's really hard for me as a parent because I'm not that literal. And I have to be with him. I have to say, you smell like a pig and other people don't like it. Yeah. You can't just you can't say just, you smell because he'll no. say, I don't care. It's my body. Like, but other people don't like it, and it's gonna be hard for me to sit beside you. Which that actually works on him to well, because he much longer because he likes physical contact. So he the weird things about him are the whole foot in the mouth thing and not caring what other people think. But he's very touchy, and it's pressure. Like you know, pushes you really, on me. Have you, do you have a weighted blanket for no, him? No, but I need to get one. Mikey got one, and Mikey said, "Beth, I love it." They got we got one. one for Deuce, and it did nothing. He he was not a fan. But, Hunter likes that, but yeah, Hunter so yeah, loves love his. his weighted blanket. Love and then him. in Hunter's words, he has textural issues. Um, he eats nothing. If if I did not monitor food, it would be Pop-Tarts, biscuits with cheese, and chicken fingers from Zaxby's. That is it. Mm-hmm. But as so. we as it happened today, you ordered him to eat three pieces of turkey. He, <laughs> he did act eat. like he wanted to die. Yes, and he picks, he picks he <laughs> seasoning off of things. And in this particular lunch meat, which is the only kind he will eat, it has to be a certain brand from Kroger, this certain roasted whatever. And he picks out if there's a part that's too pink, Mm-hmm. So really, when he gets a serving of something, he's only eating three-fourths of that serving. Yes. So I always have to give him more yes. than what I think. Like, he picks through his scrambled eggs. I mean, just picking the parts that he likes. Anyway, that is what it is. He's crazy picky eater. I just keep him pumped up on vitamins and protein shakes. I finally found And you bring his food drink. places. I do. It sucks, and Aaron, I hate it for eating out. It makes it very difficult to eat out. There's only a handful of places that but we can I will go say this we about all him. find he something could, He good. could care less to go with you all to eat and not eat there. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't get hungry. There's been a lot of times that we will, if we will just drive through a Zaxby's or McDonald's on the way to the, whatever restaurant we're going, he'll eat in the car. And mm-hmm. then we get in there, he just gets something to drink. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's totally fine Doesn't phase him at all. Sometimes he'll less. get a milkshake or something. Yeah. yeah. He's totally fine with it. It's so weird. But anyway, so he is being diagnosed with quirkiness. I don't know. He is his own person. God knows. Either he will turn out to be this insanely amazing genius person who solves cancer, or... He will live in my basement. Yeah, I think that's And I think. work at a video game store and never get married. And not care about and it. And you know what? He'll be happy either way. That's what's comforting to me as a mother is that he doesn't care no. what that outcome and, is. And the thing is, he also doesn't... I think you see some parents who allow their quirky, odd child to keep them from experiencing things. You oh, all no, still, we have to force him into situations. You, but also, he doesn't keep you all from doing things. No. Right? I think that there are a lot of parents who avoid situations... 
because it, it's, it's easier, easier not to deal like with it, it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I think that, you know, here's the deal in general, and I'm not casting judgment on parenting, mm-hmm. but you could die at any moment as a parent and everyone is not going to cater to your child's yeah. every whim. That's true. Right. And so if you don't, I don't care what the label or diagnosis your kid has, and I don't care how extreme it is. If you don't teach them at least a little bit to deal with society or deal with the public mm-hmm. or deal or understand that people are going to think that's really, you can't do that out in public yeah. because it's going to be bad for you. Then you are, you are almost You're hurting them. You yeah. are hurting that child because that child is not always going to have you. Mm-hmm. And, and if you die, which, you know, we all will. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, people are having kids at 45. You're not yeah. going to be there. Mm-mm. So you, you're you not helping them. I think you're helping yourself. I think it's easier on you to it do It is that. easier on you. And I will say, and I don't think that I would go and do that much, but, okay, let's just say, if I had a, a husband who was more like me, mm-hmm. introvert, fine with staying at home all the time, just whatever, I feel like we as a couple could fall into that. Well, mm-hmm. we just won't eat out because it's easier because he doesn't eat anything, whatever. But my husband is such an extrovert. He's like, heck no. We are going here doing this, doing all these but things. Even with, even and with, he'll just have to adjust, Hunter, which is good. There are favorite things that Hunter has mm-hmm. that we all have, we always have at the family. He will eat the mac and cheese. I always make right? the mac and, and cheese. And, mm-hmm. But he eats with the family. Oh, gosh, yes. You don't bring him his own meal and he sits down and eats, right? Mm-hmm. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like in my yeah. house, he, I was like, here's the thing. I got him the little biscuits. And he put his cheese on him, which if you've ever watched him make his melted cheese biscuits. Oh my biscuit, gosh, he makes Aaron so mad. He yells every time. He's it, like, I can't, I can't watch him do it. It's in your the kitchen. It's very detailed. But he does it. And then he, but he, here's the thing. He, he here's did, no, the, the food can't touch his lips, no, Sarah. that's it. Okay. So that's, you have to Yeah, yeah. It's eat, a texture it's thing. He knows it's a texture thing. He and is he aware. I'm glad they tell you. But he, yeah. <laughs> it's his lips. It's the most, it is, it's a 30 minute ordeal to eat one cheese biscuit. Yeah, it's a lot watching him. But it's funny. Anyway, whatever. Anyway. But that's his. But the thing is, Hunter has been made aware since he was old enough to understand. Yes, that these are not okay things to do in public because they're not. Yeah, right. and there's some kids. It's way worse. You know, there's kids that stick their oh, hands down their pants and all this. But it's still you have to keep you have to keep Stay saying on them. It's not okay. Eventually, it'll sink in. Whether someone else now, has to say something to them and they get society or... as a whole, I think has come far in the last 15, 20 years as being like all things are. Okay. There's a lot of okay things. There are, you know, but there's also there's still things that are not okay. Yeah, it's not okay to tell somebody they're fat and ugly. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> no. It's not okay to look at somebody and say you're the worst and like those things aren't okay. Yeah. So, what's wrong with you? That's no, that's okay. No, it's not okay to ask someone what their child's been diagnosed with. Uh huh. Quirkiness. Shut up. Not okay. So, Amy, do you have children with any issues? No. 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 None at they're all. They're angelic. I think it's because you're perfect. That, that's okay. It. Good. They take after their mother. Um. <laughs> I think lots of kids, and I would like to interrupt and say that Amy is the expert in this field. But no, I didn't no. use any of the right words. But she probably will. Amy, listen, you are the I'm expert. Not, no, not no. But you had all the classes, and in the, the three of us, yes, you. I just diagnosed with my kid with quirkiness. I'm pretty but sure no, that's but not you, in the books. But you have all the you. You've studied it far more than us, and have experienced it far more than us in the sub public setting. Okay, we'll take I'll it. Take that. Yes, that's true. What I think we have to do with kiddos who do things that are maybe not appropriate or mm-hmm. socially acceptable is mm-hmm. teach replacement behaviors. Okay, good. So as a parent looking at what is it that they do in public that's just not okay and what can I give him or her to do instead of that. And I think, but I think you're right. I think a lot of people think it's all or nothing and it, it doesn't have to be. Right. Mm-mm. And you have to give that kid 
time to do what other like if your kids orally fixated which there's a lot of kids yes. like that oh, that yeah. have to chew on something mm-hmm. you either have to give them something appropriate to chew on or allow them time during the day to chew on the thing yeah give them some gum Let yes them some gum. my big thing is that there's not ever a behavior that is never appropriate Does there's always somewhere you can do that or be that way or whatever some point in time that running down the hallway is okay yes. is okay yeah like if you're being chased by a man with a knife <laughs> I give you permission to run. Because some kids have a problem with that. You've told me time and time again I'm not allowed to do this. Screaming in my face. Well, sometimes that's okay if your foot is caught in the escalator at the moment. So teaching when a behavior is appropriate and not appropriate is a big one. But there are kiddos with lots of mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Like I just looked up on CDC and we can post this link. Mm. Um, one in six children ages two to eight have a mental, behavioral, or developmental disorder. Yes. Like, look at our kids. Mm-hmm. You can count four, five, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine. Nine kids between us. Yes. Right? No. Four, four, five, three. Six, yep. Seven, You're right. Eight, nine. Good job, math. Nine kids. That's why I teach preschool. <laughs> I don't have to go past ten. There's nine kids between us and one in six, so two. Easily. That's, yeah. That's Easily. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two or three of our kiddos have would be, can be, and most likely been, will be yes. diagnosed with something. Mm-hmm. Evan, my oldest by minute, has ADHD. And I spend my days with kids with ADHD and other disabilities or delays. And I waited until he was eight to get a diagnosis. Not because, well, just because I wanted to give him time. To be who he was going to be before yes. we Yes, and there's a huge, I think we can say, there's a huge, a lot of boys get an early diagnosis of ADHD when they're just rambunctious, right? right? Like, do you yeah. feel that way? I, th- I think, and I'm one I, of those people that, not all know that so much now, but when I was pregnant or had toddlers, it's like everybody I knew that had kids that were a few years older than mine. Mm-hmm were diagnosing their boys right and left. I'm talking right. three years of age. And I think a lot of it's early school. And I kept thinking, this is this, this like seems they're, too they're fast. They're expected to do things. They're not given enough breaks right? in general, which I think they are getting more away from and that. I am more old school. I still don't like the fact that I have to take medicine, even though I know it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I, you can tell me it's okay. I know it's okay, but I still don't like the fact that I have to take it. Right. And and I think that's why for so long I didn't take counter therapy because I was afraid of what they were going to tell me. And that I was doing something horribly wrong. But do you think there's people on the other end of the spectrum that want their kid out of swimming? So it's an easy way to say it's not my fault he's weird. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. and there are people that are diagnosed with that don't should be. There's too many labels. And there's too many, oh, well, he can't help it because of this and this and this. Right. And well, that's not going to be an excuse. If, it's not. Because one day you wake up are, and they're 13. Or they're 17 and they're punching somebody in the face just because they didn't like the color of their shirt. Yeah. You're still going to go to jail. Exactly. That's my point. Is that like we're not? We have to teach what's appropriate. But because is I, I don't care. Here's the deal: when my daughters are adults and in college, mm-hmm. I don't care what some gentleman is diagnosed with. If he touches them inappropriately they, or, or hurts them, in the face. Yeah. I want him dead. And I'm sorry that nobody. I'm, I'm sorry that your kid was diagnosed with this. So so I think that to protect our children. With diagnoses and without, we have really got to work as a society, like you said, to be like, I get that you are having these feelings. Let's mm-hmm. figure out how you can best deal with them or best deal with the things you need to do to get through the day while still being okay. And yeah. some people, there's always going to be people that don't have a job outside their house. And that's okay. And there's always going to be people that don't mm-hmm. date. And that's, that's okay. okay. We have to change our mind of what's okay, but we also have to change, as parents, our minds of what's acceptable. 
I think those are two different things. And being independent. Yes, you as want an it. adult. You want your child. Yes, no matter what to, the diagnosis. Yes, to live independently. Yes, to be able to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be able to feed themselves and clean themselves. And they, there are people who that's not going to be a thing. Right. And there are, there are ways to plan for that. Yes. There's estate planning. There's things you exactly. can do to plan for their future when you're not around. Yes. Yeah. But best case scenario is for a kid to be as independent as they possibly yes. can yes. be. Yes, you're exactly themselves. right. Yes. And that includes not putting your hand in other people's pockets. Yes. <laughs> because it's really cute when you're two and have pigtails and you walk up to your mommy's friends and stick your hand in their pocket. But when you're 16 and doing that, yeah, that's that not becomes okay. awkward. Well, and yeah. I, I have I have friends who have kids um, with special needs, and one of the, and one of the children is very affectionate to the mm-hmm. point, and the child is older, and it's it's too much yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. It embarrasses the child's friends, you know, right. and that's okay. Right. My kids allow my 14 year old's allowed to be like, I can't stand you hugging me that way. I need you to mm-hmm. quit, and because it's his body. It's important, and for and, him to and, and it's it. important for this kid's mom not to be like, oh, he can't help it. No. But he can't help not liking it, and he's allowed to say that. I no. want my kids to always say, quit right. touching me. They don't like it. Um, so, I think it, I know, this friend in particular, what she says is, she teaches him, he has to say, can I hug you? Yes. I had to have that conversation with Hunter. Yeah. And, and he, he was has, hugging all his friends. And if they say no, he has to, nah. it's okay. It's not about you, it's about them. They mm-hmm. don't like it, and that's okay. And then, if they say yes, she, as, and he does it, he does it on his own now, but he, when he hugs, he says, one, two, three, let go. Yes. And that's, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He counts aloud. He, now, this kid has several issues, yes. so he counts aloud. But, but I mean, you could teach your, you could teach Hunter in his head, let go. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's the thing. They have to let go. They have to well, respect other people's right. boundaries. And that's something we had to work on. We used Landon, who's my oldest, who hates being touched by anyone. Well, <laughs> I hope anyway. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, but Hunter wants to hug him, mm-hmm. and Landon hates to be hugged. And But Hunter said, but you're my brother, and I want to hug you. And I said, Landon... You have to, okay, once a week. There you go. Hunter's allowed to hug you, and you got to stand there and take it. Mm-hmm. And Landon's like, I need a warning. Because Hunter used to try to catch him off guard. Oh, yeah. And no. like, I was like, Burla! and start screaming. Mm-hmm. But I kept telling him, I was like, just let him get it out of his system. You're just talking about 20 seconds of just. It's a sweet. It ain't a hug. He dude. shakes. It's so hard. It's not. It's not and a so romantic. Now, it's not an icky hug. It's like a. I just like just squeeze your whole. Yeah. Like, so Landon just stands there and lets him do it. Yeah. And then he just Landon just goes, okay, thanks. Well, when she, I remember when you first had the discussion, he was like nine, eight or nine. Uh, yeah. And and here's the people you can hug, Aunt Sarah. Yeah, I had to give him a list of people he could actually hug without being like, can I hug you and make it a right. big deal? Yeah, because Deuce finally got to said, just get it out of the way, Hunter. Yeah. You walk in the house and just. And now, and I have noticed that now Deuce is like, I, no. And that's okay because it's his age. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. And he, he's like, no. Yeah. And does Hunter respect, like, he respects yes, that? Yes, he doesn't. So. He doesn't bug. Now, he, I think he still lets him hug him goodbye. Right. But yeah. he, he is very, no, no, buddy. No. And it's, yeah. I'm like, I said, I told him, he's like, is that okay? I'm like, it is okay. You're allowed. It is okay. Yeah. Yes. I think as parents who have kids who have issues that are visible to other people, like when your kid has a complete meltdown or when your mm-hmm. kid has a panic attack and they're hiding in the corner crying, I think as parents, first of all, I know your automatic reaction to other people's kids is to be like, hey, get up! You know, but I think yeah. you, you're not teaching that other child. And if you want your kid to be accepted and you want other people, you say, like I have had this conversation, Deuce gets really nervous and his body thinks something really bad's going to happen and it, it makes him cry. He doesn't like it. It embarrasses him. So the best thing you can do for him is be like, I'm here for you, buddy. It's no big deal. I don't care. Yeah. And Landon used to do that for him. Yeah. And his best friend Nathan has done that for him. And 
you have to take the time to educate other people's kids. All their parents are like this is, ah, shut up, quit asking. And that's your yes. automatic mother reaction. Yeah. So if you have a kid, you know, like Hunter, who, used to say, who likes to say, not likes, can't stop himself from saying, wow, you look stupid or whatever. Now he can, and now he, he does. Now. But, but I mean, but you, I what, but he it. does know that when he's home, he can say, "Why did that person?" That's probably why he doesn't so much. He asks a lot of questions, like and, that, and that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah, because he it's gonna drive him crazy till he knows the answer. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, and he understand. will ask me inappropriate questions in front of the people if I don't answer them at home. Like that one time, he said something really inappropriate in front of me, and I said, "Can you promise me you won't say those things in front of the grandparents?" Say he's them. Like, at, why? Say them to Aunt Sarah. He went, "Okay," and, and I was like, "Okay, just you know." You have to give your kids an outlet. I think you're right, Amy. I know you're right, Amy. Um, you have to give kids a safe yes. space. That's what I tell my kids. To be I may the not way like they were born. You, yeah, yes. I always tell them. You may not. I may not like what you're gonna ask me or tell me. Tell me and ask me anyway. I've heard it before. I've probably thought it. So don't think you're the first person. Yes. So I have to. I have to talk about how depression is on the rise and yes, I think it's huge. Young children, three to seventeen, like there's. 7.4% of kids have been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. And then 3.2% of kids have been diagnosed with depression. And it's not teenage angst. I think we need... No. I th- yes, I think your teens are going to go through some stuff. Mm-hmm. But if they don't like the thing... If they stop having joy in life and the things that brought them joy... Like our biggest thing we noticed with Deuce was Deuce and me have always watched football together. I mean, his second birthday was UK yeah. football. Yeah. Um, he's gone to UK football games since birth, literally. And he, like, about 18 months ago, we quit watching it with him. He could have cared less. I mean, Amy, we've watched football right. together every year. He knows the stats. He used to talk about it with James, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. I mean, I'm sure y'all didn't know this. The other night, he was sitting there with James, and he was like, so what do you think? They were talking Super Bowl. They were talking, and he asked for the new Madden game for Xbox. And, mm-hmm. honey, I don't care if it costs $80. I ordered it the second he asked for it. And the other night in his room, he was watching highlights of old Super it. Bowls. That's him. He's back. Like, that's... Yeah. That brought him so much joy. Right. right. And so I think that's a key thing. There's a difference in, I need to sit in my room for a while and mope and listen to sad country music and cry. Reba, which that's another coping skill I taught Kayla. Pull up Reba. Cry it out, baby girl. But, <laughs> hey, got us through. Yeah. Okay. But if they no longer have joy, and maybe they get joy in new things, that's fine. But if they no longer have anything that makes them happy... That's not teenage angst mm-hmm. at all. That's, that's a sign. That's a sign. Total withdrawal from everything is right. bad. Oh, I totally agree. It's just not healthy. No, and a lot of times anxiety and depression go hand in hand. Yes. Oh, so of course. if you're yeah. diagnosed with anxiety or you have a kiddo who's diagnosed with anxiety, you need to be watching for those signs of yes, depression. Yes, that's what we saw. So that you can head it off and talk about it and do those things that you said that you all were doing with Deuce, mm-hmm. that you didn't make it something that couldn't be talked about. No. And that we're going to own it and we're going to figure out a way to fix Mm -hmm. the problem to the best that we can. And then we may have to change how we fix it over time. Yes. That Deuce knows this may not work. What's working now may not always work. And we'll have to figure it out from now on. And that's okay. And I think that's scary. I mean, he asked me one time, is this going to be him forever? And that's very scary. And I said, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but to a certain point, yes. Forever, yes. We're going to have to, you're, and I will help you as long as I'm able, but you're, you're going to have to figure out what's working, what's not working, how things are. Now, once you become an adult, I think the things that work, work longer, right? Because you're not right. growing. Yes. He's, he's growing right. and his hormones are all over the place. And he knows how to advocate for himself. Yes. Like he, and that's the key. He needs to tell the, because I've, I've had him in therapy appointments even over the summer and he's like, mm. I'm like, that doesn't help anybody. You're doing no good to do that. Right. And so, 
Yeah, it's just, it's very scary and it's sad, but you don't do your kidney favors by not being honest. This isn't a fixable thing. Mm-mm. He will suffer with depression and anxiety probably his whole life. And th- and that's okay. Right. But he need, and he needs to know that. Yeah. He, he, There's he, no reason to okay. hide behind it. I, mean, I, I told him, you know, whenever you start dating, you need to be very honest with people. This is a thing that I do. This is just like you would be, hi, I'm colorblind or... Uh, hi, I you know I have a disorder that helps makes me pass out. Whatever it is, you have to be honest with people about that so right. they know it's coming. Because whoever he ends up with in life is going to have to be able to handle that about him. You're gonna know that he's gonna have waves of that, yes. especially yeah, seasons of. Life. Right, he can't live with Landon and Kayla forever. He may be more well. Yeah, he might. <laughs> so Landon told Hunter that he would have to pay rent if he lived with Landon. He said, "Why can't I just live with you, Landon?" And I was like, "You will pay rent. He'll probably charge him extra." Poor yeah. life. That would be too much. I said, oh, your poor wife. And I was like, this is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'd be good for anybody's no, mental health. I'm talking about Landon's mental health taking a nosedive. Yeah. Landon has those anger issues too. And he used to go in his room when he got mad at his brother. and Because I, I always told him, you can go in your room and punch your bed. And punch mm-hmm. your, those pillows. As, and he would. But hey. He doesn't do it as much anymore. But it was all like those preteen years. He really Well, everything punch. makes you mad when you're a preteen. Oh my yeah. gosh. More mad than when you're a teenager, I think. So Between. we're watching... Xander right now. He's yes. had two full-on panic attacks. Mm-hmm. We know he's very anxious, and he sweats, and he flushes just over the littlest thing. Like yes. starts to panic. Mm-hmm. He's really good at talking himself down. Yes. We have, I have since he's been two, taught him some strategies to do a lot of self-talk and counting and all this stuff to do. Taking deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth, mm-hmm. and different things to help him calm. But we know that as his hormones change and when he has growth spurts, those things increase. And we're watching him to know mm-hmm. at what point or is there going to be a point where we need to seek professional yes. help. Buy books that teach him strategies. And he loves them. Mom, can we just read that stress book? Mm-hmm. And one part of the stress book talks about planting a garden. Like yes. the first lesson in the book says, you plant whatever you plant and you tend to, that's yes. what grows. So if you planted a seed for sunflowers and you just left the seed there and didn't do anything mm-hmm. to it, it wouldn't grow. But if you planted a sunflower seed and you made sure the soil was good and yes. you paid a lot of attention and you put a lot of water on it and you made sure the light was right, worried about that plant, that's what grows big and tall. So you don't want to tend to your worries. You want to tend to the things that calm you down and keep you happy. Yes. So he talks about that a lot. I don't need to focus on that. I need to think about this. And Knowing think, school's getting ready to start. I think that's the key, too, is giving your kids the words to verbalize. Especially young kids, they can't verbalize those things. They, like the, um, I, when Deuce first went to therapy, what they told us was it feels like a stomach ache. So if you have a young child who keeps telling you their tummy hurts all the time and you take them to the yeah. doctor and you can't, it's probably anxiety. Yeah, it's all nerves. They can't articulate that. They don't know. Right. So I think, I think that's the other thing is lots of times, especially younger, anxiety manifests itself as headaches and stomach mm-hmm. aches because this is the hardest thing for me. The things that cause Kayla anxiety would never cause me anxiety. Y'all, that child gets anxiety about other people embarrassing themselves or getting in trouble. I can't fathom that. And sometimes I react wrongly to it. I find myself getting very angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, idiot. It's frustrating. Just, what, just why stop do you doing even it? care? Why do you care? Like I say that. Why do you even care? And so I think that um, as parents, we have to understand that just because it doesn't bother us doesn't mean it doesn't bother them. And just because it doesn't bother us doesn't mean it's silly. And a lot of times, yes, some of the things that cause teenage anxiety are silly. And you are. are like, oh, But I remember that age caring about but stuff. At that age, I'm like, what in the world? At that age. And so we it have to keep remembering to them right now. Right. 
it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Even though it makes you roll your eyes, but then go and call your friend and say, oh my gosh. Or do like we do and get our Marco Polo and be like, the teenage drama's big in the house. That's okay, because yeah. you have to have people. This is when it comes in, and we've talked about this before. You need mom friends going through the same phase. Right. Or if your kid is diagnosed something, you need mom friends whose kids have that too. Because you have to have someone to commiserate with. Yeah, at night, that's what Aaron and I do when the kids finally go to bed. And it's been really hard the last two weeks because they haven't been going to bed because they've been in school. But we do like, did you see the look on his face right when I said to do this and do this? And we you have to. I'm like, oh my gosh, you remember And that I don't age? think there's, there's nothing wrong with that, you all. If your kid, especially some kids have a lot of issues, that is very difficult as a mother. You ha- It's okay to make fun of them to other people. Not everybody. I don't think you should shame them online, okay? But if you need a friend or three who you can be like, oh my gosh, he's driving me I insane. wanted to punch him. Yeah. If he asked me one more question, I wanted to punch him. And not be that, judged. You're not comments. a bad mom. Right. Yeah. But everybody needs a break and everybody needs to make fun of things. Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. I think that that's a key. You're or not. to cry about things. Yes, or exactly. Yeah, it's it's okay to be. I mean, Beth has seen me come into the shop before in complete hysterics and tears because I was so worried about Deuce and I didn't yeah. think I could fix, help him, not fix it. Because the mom's supposed to be able to fix it, you all. No, we are. We totally are. Right. It's very hard not to be able to. So. I think there is a fine line between diagnosing everything and everyone. Yes. And <laughs> saying, oh, you need medication for 45 different things. And finding the things that you can deal with and teaching strategies at home and doing research on real things that can help. Changing foods, doing things that you can do. And then worry about the big things. Like the things yes. that you know you need help to solve or to problem solve for. And then reach out for help for those. I know Xander has anxiety issues. We're not there yet. Mm-mm. But we're paying attention and we're focusing yes. on strategies that can help him at home. But maybe one day we need to go to the support of a professional for yes. that. And that's okay to live in that limbo. Not pushing it to where we yes. need to go right now and get medication and get diagnosed. No. When Evan, when I knew a long, for a long time, Evan had ADHD. And I would tell James, just so you know, at some point in his life, this is going to have to be a conversation. Yeah. We're going to have to look at medication. We're going to have to talk about it. We're going to have to go mm-hmm. visit a doctor, get a diagnosis, <clears throat> do evaluations. And we did at eight, and it has helped. Because he was he, suffering in school. That he, his education was suffering. And I think that's the key. With yes. being able to to perform where he should perform, where he is functioning cognitively mm-hmm. was much higher than his performance. And it bothered him. And he didn't like, he doesn't like, not being able to write down the whole story that's in his head and mm-hmm. only having the yes. stamina to write down one sentence. Yeah. He doesn't like that. And going and getting medication mm-hmm. and talking through that with him. And he knows that that medicine helps him stay in his seat at school. Well, and there's such a stigma, I think, with drugging your kids. And I hate that phrase because if anybody's drugged, it's my son. Okay? I had such a hard time given That's deciding what I'm saying. to it's, give Evan medicine. I think that I, I feel guilty because... Well, we all know, not we all, guilty, we all know that stereotype of, oh, he's sitting there drooling because you drugged him. Okay, that's not really, that's a rare thing, and that's no, it, mostly a dosage issue. Is, but I think for me, yes, they yes. don't absorb it. Medicine yes. or, but yeah. I think that's a problem is that people, th- I mean, because that's, that, but that is the reason that I didn't want to go on medication for myself, and I was so glad when they told me I didn't have to medicate Hunter, is because I just thought, I'm just drugging him up. And I know that, yes, that's not okay. But I think, yes, it's But that's what we were raised to think it wasn't okay. Well, but. And I don't even think our, it wasn't our parents. And I don't mean they said no. it, but, actually said it, but 
Well, that was the just general like the other day. Feeling I, I posted about. something no, on Facebook about children causing a disruption, teenagers causing a disruption at Fayette Mall, and several people commented, "Well, this is why we should spank, and this is why God should be back in schools and all." And I'm like, "No, this is why parent. So many parents think that when their kids are teenagers, they're finished. Oh, honey, your job just began. Is in just my opinion, starting. I felt like elementary age was a lot. It wasn't easier the day to day. That was a lot more work." Because there's so many projects you have to help with and all these school no, parties. you got to keep them on track. Yes. Now, I don't have to do anything with school. They are totally independent, which is amazing. And I sometimes find myself slacking off because I know they really will handle it and all. And I do want to say this. You need to thank God every day that you don't have to help with school at their teenage years. That you don't have I, to stay on them. Because it is very stressful. Draining. I would think it would be draining. As a parent to have to sit if there is, on them. On, on occasion, Hunter will have, oh, I need help with this. But it's usually thirty minutes. No, I have to. I have and to it's usually Aaron because it's all usually hours of the day <laughs> and keep my son on task. That's my whole day, and it's difficult. And I know he can't help it, and I still lose my temper a lot. Um, but I totally think that I would too. I think it's but normal. Then, you know, right. you feel that way. I can't. Basically, the the, the biggest problem is it, that is a side effect of his medication. Yes, um, but I can't medicate against the medication. It's just, it's a lot. You know, we've tried all the strategies. This is just the way it is. Talking about adapting your life to fit it, mm-hmm. what we have decided is because we homeschool, he will take dual credit classes. Mm-hmm. And he will, gra- when he is 18, when he graduates high school, he will also graduate with an associate's degree. That way I know I am sending him out into the world with some sort of education. Yes. And if he never goes back to school, that's fine. I know he's got what he needs to help with job interviews right. and stuff. It looks a lot better to have a social degree. We all know that. And if he ever decides to go back to school, his generals are done. Because that's what bores him. Right. And that's what he can't concentrate on. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, that's how we have changed. You know, when I first had kids, I never thought that that would be a thing. Well, I never thought I'd homeschool. But the homeschooling came about because of his issues. Yes. And it is a life-changing experience to have a kid with any sort of special needs. And some people, listen, I am not, I have friends who have it so much harder than me oh my um and i pray for you all daily but it is you know you have certain hopes and dreams for people and they come and you realize those things are not even going to be remotely possible and that's okay you just have to change your hopes and dreams Mm -hmm. and that's and you realize that as a parent your hopes and dreams should be that they're healthy i was gonna say i think you you check yeah your hopes and dreams aren't Shouldn't be that they make I mean, so much money. I'm not gonna lie. I successful. got four kids. I still hope and dream that one of them will take care of me when I'm old. I mean, one of them needs to be rich. You just need to. What? That just needs to be written down somewhere. Somebody needs I to have one kid. <laughs> yes, who's insanely rich, so they could take care of all of us. And they take yeah. That's well, when Hunter says, "But mom, I'm really smart." That's his excuse now for when he doesn't want to do something. But I'm really smart. Then you better make all kinds of cash. Okay, because yeah. I'm totally living with you. And I'm going to make you fix my scrambled eggs a certain way and pick up all the bad parts. That's right. And I do think, also though, I do think, especially when your kids get a certain age, it's not shaming them. I have said to my son, we have gone round and round. We have sacrificed this time and this. You need to be appreciative of that. Oh, I totally I agree. Do it again. Yeah, I, I'm not regretting right. that doing that for you. But, but as a child, you need to understand that everybody mm-hmm. wouldn't do this for you. And you, you need to appreciate your parents. We've had that discussion with the whole food thing. Everybody wouldn't do this. There's, you know, I, there's parents who would have just. Said I said starve. there are people that would have made you sit here for three hours yep. and eat that tomato. And, eat it. and he's like, really? I'm yes. I said, and I did. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not perfect. I started with that. You'll do. You can only sit so many hours, kitchen table, where some pukes in his plate. Uh-huh. Really, there's just only so much you're saying. <laughs> but and that's when I talked to the pediatrician the first time and just said, what should I do? And he's the one who said, just pump him full of protein shakes. Make sure he eats all kind of healthy fats before he goes to bed at night because he's always going to be skinny. Yeah. Anyway, because I don't have to stay on them about the homework and all that crap. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like I find myself slacking off at this age, which scares me because something's going to hit me bad. Well, but your kids also aren't all over the place. I, th- I think that. Um, but Landon wants to be. I know he does. She when he gets his license, I know. I, and then you have yeah. to set up. Then you have to say no. You still have to come home. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, but I but, think that there are people that don't do that. Oh yeah, that's true. You lose. You can't let your kids' seventeen-year-old friends be their sole mm. source of Everything. advice. Right. Yeah. Because you are asking for a problem, and you're and, and you're out of the loop. I mean, there's all these parents. You see it every day. Teenager missing, teenager missing. It, and it's because they didn't know what was going on. And it's I'm not saying that's their fault. It's not always their fault. But you just have to gosh, be. that's scary. You have to know where they're getting their needs met, basically. Not just physical needs, Beth. I just saw her face. <laughs> there are certain needs that don't need to be met yet. Okay. Anyway, so once again, we are going to post every link and every tip and every idea that we Amy has mainly shared. And we will... If you feel the need, like we said in the previous episode, to discuss any of this further or ask any questions, please reach out via email or Facebook Messenger. I check them, you know, what, 12, 15 times a day. And we're not the experts. We are no, not. And I think, but I think from our conversation, because we all have different situations with our kids, it's okay if they're not diagnosed, it's okay if they are, it's okay if they medicate, it's okay I think if they the don't. Key, it's knowing your kid. The key is you are the mom. Yeah. And you know your kid and you need to have a doctor you trust. I think that those yeah. two, if the doctor is telling you something and you keep saying, mm, if your gut's telling you no, then it's no. But, but also <laughs> right. you and your spouse need to be on the same page. Yes. If your spouse is saying you're overreacting or you're underreacting, you might want to listen because guess what? He's raising this kid too. True. Now, Granny, I love you, Grannies out there. Yeah. And well, sometimes they. I love you, well-meaning aunts who don't have children. Yeah. But you all need to stop. Mm-hmm. It's not your place to send her passive-aggressive articles with helpful tips. Yeah. Just stop. She'll figure it out. Yeah. It's okay, whatever path you're taking. It's just knowing if it's the right path for your child and for you as a. And maybe admitting sometimes that your path is wrong. Well, yeah. If something's not working, why are you doing it for five years? Don't just stick to it to stick to your guns, okay? Because you're hurting your kid. Yeah, and yourself usually. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we will share all these links. Um, and if you have been through something and you want to, sh- you've got tips to share. By gosh, share them, especially if Please. it's about something that you've heard us discuss with our own children. I trust a mother who's been through it much more than I trust anyone else, and so I, I would really love to hear any experience that you have with this. Mm-hmm. So, what's new? I got my dog groomed. And she looks so and she different. She is so cute, but she didn't look like herself. So we, we have got to, to share. Up. <laughs> send me the picture of Kayla. Kayla carried her around on New Year's Eve in a bag. Yes. Send it to me, and I'm going to post it. A bag, like like a, like a celebrity dog, reusable oh, good grocery gosh. bag. And the dog loved it. But yeah, you picked her up and what? Picked her, James picked her up, and they brought her out, and he goes, "Is that my dog? She looks so different." Yeah. She does. Xander. <laughs> Xander wanted to look for the scar where she just had surgery to make, to sure. make sure it was her. But it really was her. Switched at birth. Switched at birth. <laughs> That's hilarious. So that, you know, that was That's like true. 70 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And you hadn't done that in a while. Well, your other dog didn't have I've long hair. I've never had a dog that needed yeah, to me be. Neither. Me neither. So. I don't think I ever want to. Mm-mm. She, I like her curly. I think she's cute, but I do like her curly. I like her curly. Too. I think it's more more Harley. Mm, what's new? What's new? Oh, you, you've you got several strangers in your house right now. Looking what? at your HVAC. Oh, yeah. We're probably going to have a new HVAC. That's not really an exciting what's new. That's a money draining That's a what's new. Crap. That is a what's a crap. Because we just... Right after Christmas, right? I know. We, um... Better make the, some cakes. The fun... Oh, that's what I said. Well, we're <laughs> back in the kitchen. The fun what's new mm-hmm. is we have VR. That's right. And VR I... VR is virtual reality. You say that really fast. I have... Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Sounds like virtual ER. Virtual reality. I thought you said ARC. 
VR. That's another game that we have, but I don't play it. <laughs> VR and me at 40. And enjoying it a little too much because the fighting games. You do this every time you all get a new gaming system. Remember when you got the Wii? I love the Wii. I know you did. I love the Wii Fit. Yeah. See, I did. like the physical part of it. The reason I don't like video games, like my kids play them on the PC. I don't like that. I don't want to sit at a desk and click a bunch of buttons and watch some little man run around the screen. That's boring to me. But in a game where I can physically do it myself, I get to hold a gun. Uh, yeah. And I'm not going to, I don't really want to kill people, okay? The people that I'm shooting are made of glass. They don't even look real, but um, <laughs> it is a good workout, and I'm really sore when I get done. And there's a lot of squatting because I'm ducking the bullet, ducking the, and I okay, can't beat the I levels. Whenever I play, can I not play that game? Oh yeah, Hunter has a game where you just build stuff. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Well, all we did for mom was put her in the menu, <laughs> and she had to get out. She couldn't handle it. So yeah, but it's really fun. Our kids, honestly, our kids just enjoy watching us and going, "Oh my gosh, you all look like idiots," you know. But it's fun. You're what's new. Sarah would be Deuce finishing his library. Yes! My son finished his Eagle yes. project at the age of 14, which Good is job. huge. Amazing. So now he still has to do um, an interview, an exit interview. Of course, James was telling him that he was going to go to the guy and tell him he failed. Just, you know, <laughs> aggravate him. And Deuce, of course, didn't care. Like, yes, I don't care. so Deuce picked an Eagle project that is near and dear to his heart. He made a library for Amy's preschool they didn't have their own library and it's not it's just a little room but we picked books and we his little scout troop and sisters um adapted them for children who have mm -hmm. different needs and we also got a lot of books in different languages because amy has a lot of students who english is definitely not their first language how many different i mean we got lots like 10 different languages oh. we got arabic and chinese and spanish so anyway um and we did that yesterday and so we've ordered a rug and two new little chairs to stick in there. Cause it's perfect. It's a good place for the kids that get overwhelmed to go and calm down. It really oh, is. That's good. And that's yeah. my and as everyone knows, I love the books, all the books, and so that my son created a library. Mm -hmm. Day by day, it's very neat. Um, yes, it's Deuce's little library. So, perfect. That was his eagle project, and he is done with that. And so at the end of this year, he will be an eagle and a black belt. Very and then good. he's already informed me that he's never doing anything ever again. Okay. Well, that <laughs> okay. he's tapped out. And that's what he said. He said, how many people could be an eagle in a black belt? Not many. I'm done. I was like, well, okay. I've okay. fulfilled all my goals in life. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I'm just glad I got, the, our goal is to get him to do them all before he can drive. Oh, okay. While yeah. we still have a semblance of control. So, yeah, that's new. What the crap? It has to be the HVAC. That's stupid. Yeah, that is a what the crap. Though. What's really stupid is that I was so proud of myself because I, I call it my cake money. All the money that I've made in the last year, not all of it, but we keep a certain amount in the business checking account. I pay myself, it's really not much, but by law, I have to pay myself. So I write myself a small check every month that actually goes into our personal account. And then, of course, most of the other money goes back to groceries. $12.75? And, and no, I had to, I forget what it was, the dollar amount I had to pay myself mm -hmm. an hour, but whatever. But all the other money, my cake money, wedding money, whatever you call it, stays in that account. And so we've been saving it up. Because I wanted to pay to get the interior of the house painted because I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. And I hate trim. And so we're doing it. And they're coming on Monday to start. And I'm super proud. And then all of a sudden the HVAC goes out. And I'm like, crap, I don't have another whatever yeah. it's going to cost in that account. So, yeah. But he's getting like, what, five quotes? I don't even know. He's getting a lot of quotes. Aaron, that's what he does. We have a spreadsheet out and it's a lot. But think of it. If you didn't have the cakes, then... You all would be paying for both of those things out of pocket like that. Mm -hmm. And right. I am really excited about the new paint. Me too. This is going to be a house on the inside. So next time you all are here, you won't even recognize with who lives here. 
They will not know be, what to do with herself. There won't be all the brown. Yeah, I'm going to see what your kids say when they come in. Kelly, like, um, what happened here? Oh, my gosh. The other night, we came over, and Erin made Josie look at paint samples and tell them which one she liked better. Everybody and, that came in the door last week. And she was like this. Question. I don't... He's like, no, pick one. You get to pick one. Which one's different? <laughs> and she couldn't even tell the... I mean, they're like a, a hair of a yeah. shade different. Yeah. And she was... I mean, she's 10. <laughs> he has to everybody double-check his decision. I know he does. So, we will see you all next... Not see you. I say it every time. It's all right. They understand what you're talking about. We will join you all next week when we talk about the mental health of those around us and how to... And that's fun because it doesn't really affect you directly. So, you can help <laughs> can them. Drain you. And then you can go home and be like, oh, my God. Someone's so be crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you can vent about it. <laughs>